Hello, podcast listeners. You're about to hear something that you actually kind of know already. We're about to decide the title of today's podcast. Now, don't look, don't look, don't look at your device, because your device will actually already tell you what the title is. But if they've pressed the button to play the podcast, they'll have already seen this bit, wouldn't they? (laughs) Probably, but... Can you, I tell you what, if you're listening to this now and the the, the surprise is going to be ruined... Yeah. Can you text a friend that may not have listened to the podcast yet and then just warn them not to look at it when they press play? <laughs> That's just the T's and C's to get out of the way. So if it lands heads, tonight's podcast is called The One About the Foot Mask. Right. If it lands tails, tonight's podcast is called The One About the Pied Piper. OK, all right, yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's just see. This is uh, it's almost like a choose-your-own-adventure style yeah, thing exactly, we've got yeah, here. Yeah. OK, which one's which again? Heads and tails. Heads, foot mask, tails, Pied Piper. Here we go. Oh, it's like uh, it's like the One Day International. Who's going to bat first? It's tails. Which one was that again? <laughs> Pied Piper. Pied Piper. Pied yeah, Piper. Pied Piper. Yeah. Pied Piper. Yeah. There you go. History has cho- hath chosen this path. <laughs> Behold, the one about the Pied Piper. Who's fifty p was this? You keep it. Oh, cheers. It's producer Adams. We can have that. <laughs> That's half his wages. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little house. Welcome one and all to the Hometime Show. This is Absolute Radio on a Monday night and you can win your way to go and see Muse thanks to 10 weeks of tickets right here just after half five. I think this time yesterday I'd been sat on the sofa for six hours on the stretch and still had another three and a half hours to go. Yes. What a day. What a day indeed. We do need to pick up, though, on something that you said at the very beginning of the show, teasing this particular part that we were going to be talking about, yeah. is that uh, you were some way trying to suggest that uh, England winning the Cricket World Cup in some way legitimises you watching cricket on your iPad during the <laughs> tail end of last week's show. <laughs> what day was that last week? I think that was Thursday. Thursday. Semi-final, Does that make it, yeah. it okay? It was brilliant that we won. Does that make it okay? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. It was easier with the World Cup <laughs> final being on a Sunday uh, to to square off watching cricket all day. I'd, oh, absolutely. Uh, I'd uh, I've bartered. I'd bartered for a lie-in. I said, "Look, you have a lie-in. I'll I'll keep him going till about half past ten. And you know that because Natalie wasn't necessarily aware yeah. that the World Cup final was on. That was like, oh, that's that's a wonderful gesture. Thank you very much. Went under the radar. Went under the radar. Then, <laughs> then of course, the rest of the day, just sat in front of the television, eating some of the Amazing. worst food all day. Well, that's perfect, though, isn't it, on a yeah. Sunday? That's how they should be. Back, like, takes you back to your hangover days back in the day. What an amazing day. What an amazing game of cricket. So many people who didn't watch cricket, like cricket, into cricket just for a day yesterday and, and steaming about it. I have never seen Twitter so full of a sentence starting with, I'm not normally a cricket fan, but dot, dot, dot. Yeah. It, it was unbelievable. I mean, like I say, I'm not, I'm not a huge cricket fan, don't know very much about it at all. And I'm really glad for it as well because I felt like that this particular World Cup had slightly talked about going under the radar. No one was really talking about the cricket no, World no, Cup. No, 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 no. So it finally, right at the end, they put it on free telly and everything as yeah. well, and it just went off. It was great. It was fantastic. But where do they capitalise on it from here? I feel like this is a brilliant opportunity, cricket lot, to show your wares and everyone, you know, there's no way you could have watched that yesterday and not thought, oh man, if you're, if you're a kid, you would be wanting to try and play cricket now because it's the game you'd be involved in. What do they do next? They need to capitalise. That is for somebody with a wiser marketing brain than me to, uh, to work out because let's be quite frank, when you've had a five-day test match and it fin- finishes in a draw, yeah. <laughs> people aren't going to go for that. No. <laughs> but I tell you what, though, I am so glad that I now know what a super over is. There you go. I was a little bit confused. 
Here's for the super over. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. This is Hometime on a Monday afternoon. David Bowie on the no repeat guarantee. Good to have you on board. We hope you had a cracking weekend. Seems like most people did. Grant from Grace has just got in touch with a great little piece of barroom trivia Love uh, a bit that of you that. might want to share. Uh, it says, Chaps, did you know that England is the only country to have won the rugby, football, and cricket World Cups? And all three were done in extra time. Oh, wow. And weirdly, when you think about, you know, the England team in any kind of sporting capacity, you normally think about messing up in stuff like yeah. extra time or yeah. penalties or whatever as well. I guess, actually, I mean, it's called the super over, but yeah, that was very much cricket's equivalent of, I guess, extra time and penalties all rolled all into in one. one really, I think it's yeah. absolutely brilliant. And not, not only that as well, that means that we, we did all right in a penalty shootout. Uh, in in the World Cup, yeah. at one point, didn't we? We we did all right. We won one for the first we time. We did, ages. yeah, yeah. And then now we've run, we've won ourselves a super over. Maybe football could do that. It could have like a super match. Yes. Um, and you only have three players per team, and it lasts about thirty seconds. Sounds like something that the American League would do to spice it up. Or the end up. of Blankety Blank, wasn't that called the super match game? Super match game, super match game, super match game. game. No, it's been done already. But didn't they do a? Go- uh, I mean, do you remember the? Uh, they did Golden Goal for a little bit. Yeah, that was awful, wasn't it? Was terrible. It was really bad. Like that, really that, that came in in Euro when obviously you know it was all here like the cricket yeah. World Cup was and it never played out what, anyway. I, what I love though one thing about watching the cricket as a newbie was the fact that uh, you got to hear them talking through the decisions when they were reviewing the decisions yeah. on the big screen yeah. there's some little guy going okay let's watch the trek of the ball <laughs> going through and bunk. I think that's brilliant yeah. you know a lot of people moaning about VAR and stuff and it seems like people are bewildered and they're, they're not sure what's going on let's hear what's going on in the port cabin out the back with the VAR kids are. and then also having to tell the umpire if he's got it wrong saying yeah, sorry, mate. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to turn that one round and tell them you got it wrong. Ah, oh, yeah. Sorry, Graham Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Need to go back on that one. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves, and here it is: the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Can you believe it? Wednesday is our early doors football match. Richie and I have booked a leisure centre early doors on Wednesday morning uh, so that we can have a game of five-a-side football and we're putting it on for people like us where life and kids and family and everything's got in the way of you being able to do any sports anymore. I think if there's one thing this weekend showed, it's the appetite for sport this country has. It's, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's got no limits, which is why we decided to put on an 8am game of five-a-side football because that was the only window that Bush and I realised that we have left in life to have any fun and it's come up quick you know it seemed like it was ages away yeah. we've been asking for you to sign up online thank you to all the people we're going to give them a mention in a minute the people that have actually stepped up to play in the game on Wednesday morning but uh, it's come up quick but we cannot wait to get going on this first thing early morning if you turn up for work at 9 o'clock and sit and have a cup of coffee like you might do as part of your routine we'll have already played a game of football by then so we've got Bushy Dortmund yes that's your lot Versus <laughs> Railway Madrid. You got it, yeah. Like yeah, it. Yeah, see what I've done there. And we are stood right now in some unbelievable kit, aren't we? We are indeed. Uh, this time of year, football clubs all over the world are unveiling their new kits, as we are. Yes. Uh, Railway United, uh, Railway Madrid, rather, sorry, uh, in uh, a fetching red and white strip. Red shirt, white shorts. Uh, full-length red stockings. I always prefer England when they play in reds. It's got that kind of good uh, 1966 type feel about it. I like it. Everyone would agree that red is a good shirt colour to play in. I'm w- not sure I would agree with that. <laughs> as an Evertonian. If anything, it makes you want to attack. 
Uh, for me, it's, it's blue. It's blue shirt, white shorts, very big shorts. These shorts go back to the era of... Um, what was that game of football when David Batty ended up fighting someone on his own team? Do you remember <laughs> Late that? 90s, yeah. Yeah, it's that kind of era, big shorts, and then blue socks. But again, it's kind of got a, a, an undercurrent of an Everton feel about it. You are a taller man than me, so the baggy shorts on me, <laughs> if I've got the stockies pulled right up and the shorts, obviously, at my normal height, there's not a single bit of flesh on show. <laughs> it looks like you're wearing a pair of tights. <laughs> it does. Actually, we've already had a bit of stick about the way I'm wearing my socks. We've just posted a video, if you follow us on Twitter, at Absolute Radio. Just a little kit reveal on a, on a home-time level in terms of budget, yeah. i.e. producer Adem just filming it on his phone. <laughs> I'm, I am a guy, when I play football, I always have my socks rolled down. You look like some kind of scally. I, that's, what I, that's how I run like. I, I have got mine worn as if I'm a professional footballer. You have got yours as if you're in some kind of cage down at a park. Your, your socks say to me, and it's a phrase you use quite a bit, Richie, belt and braces. <laughs> it's belt and braces. <laughs> I'm a belt and braces kind of guy. <laughs> right, so let's just have a little quick mention of some of the people who are going to be playing. These are Absolute Radio home-time listeners with us on Monday. Monday morning. Uh, well done to Andrew Hayden. He's going to be playing. Kyle Briggs. He's coming down. James Irwin will be on the team. Peter Rowe has been selected. Saying hello to Rob English. It's a call up for Martin Lee. Brother of Sammy. Uh, <laughs> Sam Delaney. He's going to be playing as well. As will Reese Williams showing us what he can do. And Josh Cook. So those guys on Wednesday morning will be uh, going head to head. And don't forget as well, the team's going to be announced onto the pitch by Everton Stadium announcer at Goodison Park, Mr. Graham White. Well, well, well. Watch this space and uh, we'll find out what happens. Any early doors type of thoughts on the score, Richie? Um, <laughs> I haven't played in goal for a very long time. <laughs> Let's just see what happens. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Bush and Richie here with the specials. It's 4.34. Do you know, I knew it. I knew this had happened. If we went and did some kind of big announcement video, reveal video of our footballing kits for our early doors game of five-a-side on Wednesday, I knew people wouldn't focus on the football. They'd start taking the mickey. <laughs> and it's come to, I think, because I was trying to do like a quite a menacing wrestler-to-camera type phrase, I think I might have messed up the actual <laughs> announcement. I thought I was saying, let battle commence, but yep. a couple of people got in touch saying that I said, let's battle commence. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to keep me awake. I've got the video. I've, this is the clip now. I've not heard this, so let's just see. Let's let's judge for ourselves. Okay. Let battle commence. I think that was let battle no, commence. I think you did all right there. One more time. Let battle commence. Yeah, yeah no, that's they're, a they're, slur. They're trying to get in your head they're because not some people have actually pointed out that your body language does does suggest that you're intimidated by me. <laughs> I've got folded arms. <laughs> Chris Slater suggesting that. And then I guess the other problem that even sort of, you know, proper football clubs have when they unveil their new kits, you know, people are always there to criticise Ray Weir suggesting that our kits are a little bit table football. Hey, come on, they're just they're like standard. <laughs> yeah. If you sometimes might play Pro Evolution Soccer and they haven't got the rights to the kit it's kind of that kind of look going on this show has a budget to operate to and it is a budget show alright so that's what we've done but do have a look at the video because uh, Richie in that England looking top you look like a publican that's just thrown someone out for <laughs> not wearing a shirt in the main bar area look it, it doesn't matter whether he is intimidated by me or not I think I do have I think I've found something over the weekend a little treatment that is going to help me go the extra mile. We've got Alanis on the way and some MGMT, and then I will tell you about what I've discovered that could give me 
the extra edge. Anabolic steroids. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Kevin James Wood says... The video we just posted on Twitter looks like the Batman and Robin scene in Only Fools and Horses in 1996, <laughs> the way the camera starts to the feet and scans upward. Leave it, mate. Thank you very much. One thing I've discovered over the weekend that is going to get me ready for battle on Wednesday, but even if we weren't playing this game on Wednesday, what a discovery I have made. Foot masks. What? Have you not tried one? I don't even know what one is. OK. Let I've, me just... I've heard of a face mask. It's a face mask for your foot. Right. It's amazing. You don't need a mask for your foot, though, do you? I didn't know I needed one until I had it. Feet are like... They, you shouldn't muck around with your feet, man. So They're here's gross. what happened. Here's what happens. Queuing up in Superdrug at the weekend, living my best life. Yeah. Going through the old snaky uh, cashier bit, and I see this honey and almond nourishing foot sock pack. So this... I. This isn't your wife that's giving you this. You've bought this yourself. I bought this myself. Okay, sorry, carry on. (laughs) Honey and almond foot nourishing sock pack. What does it look like? What? What? When you look at the product on the front, what's it saying to you? Uh, Well, it's got pictures of sort of like beeswax and a couple of uh, almonds. Okay, so there's no there's no kind of indication visually at this point what it might be. Whether you like oh no, well there's uh, lower below it. It's like in picture form instructions. It looks like a horrible (laughs) tubey grip, like an old person's (laughs) gone over on their ankle. It's not that. So you open it up, okay, and you've got two moist socks, okay, moist socks, and they've got sort of like I don't know some kind of softening. Fluid in there. Okay, yeah. And you, put you know it the on. technicalities. <laughs> I've never had one before. And then what you do is you, you, you sheath it up over your foot. Stop it, Richie. Tie it up like a little garter at the top over your ankle. Right. Do the same with the other foot. And then you just sit there on the sofa with these cold, moist feet. And when you take them off, your feet smell of honey and almond. And I feel like I could walk on clouds. This is absolutely ridiculous. I know what you say. It's I, ridiculous. I knew you would probably say this. I think this is going to be one of those increasing. Increasingly frequent occasions right. where our hometown audience will come out of the woodwork here and say, do you know what? He's right. I've tried these. They're amazing. Do you know what? On a counterbalance to this, I've tried to stay my, my, uh, my reputation on this and our relationship <laughs> on this a few times before. I've got a good feeling about it. I don't think... I think this is this is beyond niche. I don't think anyone listening right now in a million years would be like, even mucking around with this kind of stuff. No chance. Right, this is my direct call to the home time audience. It is safe to come out of the woodwork on this. Share if you are a fellow foot soccer no way. like me. 81215 or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Unbelievable. We'll find out one way or the other in a minute. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Black Keys, gold on the ceiling. Rounding off tonight's no repeats guarantee. Back tomorrow, fresh at nine, on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio. It's Bush and Richie. It's home time. I've seen the future, and the future is honey and almond foot socks. It's the way forward. Look, before we even get stuck into this... And we've had a big response. We've had a big response. Uh, Phil in Liverpool, I agree with this. I endorse this message, says Bush. First it was coyote, now it's almond. Will someone please send Richie for <laughs> <laughs> what is it with you in these certain words? What's going on? 
But this, but let's not make that the big issue. The big issue is the fact that uh, you have sat there with moist socks on your feet. Correct. That are specially, I don't know, like scientifically made to soften your feet, and you sit there with them like laced up at the front. This is the weirdest thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. It says on the pack, helps moisturise the skin with vitamin E. One application, 20 minutes of honey and almond. This is a sliding doors moment here, folks, because I've staked quite a big bit of my reputation on the fact that you lot, and I trust you lot seem all right, you lot seem like a good bunch. You wouldn't do anything like this, would you? I'm not sure this is going to go the way that you think it's going to go. We'll find out after five. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. I cannot believe people do this. I, I couldn't in a million years envisage going into a chemist and getting like weird wet socks to put on my feet whilst watching the telly. And here's the thing, it's been one of those increasingly frequent occasions shall I say where the home time audience they, 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 they hear that someone else is doing this and they come out of the woodwork and say yes Bush yes Richie I too love wearing a moist sock you have what I would describe as the thundercat sword for idiots <laughs> <laughs> the eye of thunder onto the clouds and suddenly all these idiots are up like with meerkats looking around. 8, 12, 15 to text us. Ian says, my wife and I use foot socks every Sunday evening. Give it a, give it a go. It's well worth it. Bit keys in the bowl. Scott says, have a word about the socks are small because they're designed for women's feet. Glenn from Middleston says, guys, I think what you're talking about is what me and my partner refer to as trot packs. They are a treat <laughs> for oh, your feet. God. Mark the roofer in Tavistock. Wife bought some of the weekend. Looking forward to putting out my, uh, my bare work feet into them. Uh, never tried foot masks, but ear candles are the way forward. Simply amazing. You'll never look back. Let's just close that down right now. <laughs> it's not some kind of new age feature we're doing here. Cyan Exeter says, I've got a few of these wet socks with my wife. Once you get past the cold, wet feeling, it's bliss. It's like getting your shoulders under in a swimming pool. Very, very good description, actually. I'm crestfallen. I was quite buoyed up by the England <laughs> cricket result. Now I'm crestfallen. Jim, hanging on. You are a fan of these, aren't you, Jim? Absolutely. And uh, initially, I resisted them in a big way. I said, I'm not putting those on right you know that's not me anyway a couple of months later I put them on and uh, wow yeah transforms so it you say wow what do you mean by wow because I'm, I'm a skeptic on this what what's the wow element <laughs> well i think we said something about it you know walking on air feeling like a million dollars it's absolutely true jim Tell me if this is a fair description that I'm going to describe to Bush. Imagine Bush, I come, you, you're you're sat on the sofa, all right? right? Yeah. And you've got you've got your 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 bare, your bare feet, all right? And yeah. I'm coming at you with some beautiful lathered up soap on my cold hands. This sounds and weird. I, I start like softly caressing your feet for twenty minutes. Jim, I'm sorry about this. That's, that's what happens, yeah, isn't it, it Jim? It's only taking a very strange turn, I have to say. Yeah, oh. Jim doesn't want to be involved anymore. <laughs> Jim wants out. Jim, tell everybody <laughs> there's a panic word, there's a safe word. <laughs> Do you want out now, Jim? If I don't want any uh, any uh, Richie foot massages, that's for sure. There you go, there you go. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Lightning Seeds on Absolute Radio. Lucky you. Great to have you company on this Monday night. It's just gone quarter past five, and I can't believe we're still talking about it. Foot masks. <laughs> this is unbelievable. It's the future. I discovered it by accident at the weekend, this, this honey and almond uh, foot... Well, it's a foot mask, foot sock pack I debuted. Ashley has tweeted to say, Hey, Richie, who's your mate? Almond. You've not mentioned him on air before. <laughs> Almond. Yeah, this Matt Almond guy seems like a good lad. 
Uh, Max says, I'm I'm with you on this, Richie. I'm hardcore, though. I've progressed to Chinese foot milk. Same concept, but non-fragrant. After 10 days, your hard skin peels off. It's glorious. I'm not going to get drawn into another pronunciation today, Okay, (laughs) I know they're trying to. I'm going to stick with it. What I will get drawn into is what Lauren has called us about, uh, who's who's moving things on from a foot sock. Lauren, tell us, what is a, a baby foot peel? Oh, my goodness, it's amazing. You put it on just like a sock, and it's got, like, this acid in that sounds vile and feels cold and horrible, but basically it dries your feet out, and then you end up like a snake. Your feet peel off (laughs) after, like, a week. Lauren, listen to yourself. Listen to you lot talking about this stuff. Your skin comes off like a snake. This is a very, very murky part of British society and behaviour that I wasn't aware of until Richie started talking about it. You're missing out. Lauren, he is missing out, isn't he? Last night, I was in some honey and almond stupor. Stop sat saying there, it like that, Richie. Sat there oh, on, you're sat there on almond wrong. <laughs> even, <laughs> even people in your own foot clan are turning on you with the way you say an almond. How often do you peel your feet then, Lauren? Tell us. I probably do it like three times a year, me and my husband. You've got your like, husband involved. The couple that oh, peel yeah, together totally. stay together. <laughs> what, 100%. What, what's your husband's name and what does he do? His name's Adam, and he works on the railway. His manly mates are going to think this is it. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, can I ask you a question based on something that happened at the weekend? Far away. So, as a parent, have you ever had a question put to you by one of your kids or kids or whatever, and then you can't answer it and you feel really bad? I always think like when you're a parent, you should have an answer for stuff, even if you make it up a little bit. And I was absolutely caught off guard by my daughter over the weekend. I would always try and have an answer. I'd sometimes try and give an answer confidently, even if it might not be 100% correct. Are you talking about your children here or this show? <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be your mantra. Get that put in Latin and put it on a, a Firth blazer. But anyway, so we were walking along, walking through the park, and uh, I don't know where she got this from. I was talking, talking about my nine-year-old, Erin. Uh, she turned around and asked me, uh, Daddy, you know the Pied Piper? And mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I, I, I'm aware of his work. Uh, she asked me, what happened to him in the end? Did he die of the plague? And I was like, uh, no, I don't... Th- he didn't die of the plague, did he, the Pied Piper? I don't think he died of the plague. I think the, the, the Pied Piper was he dealing fairy with plague? tale was dealing with a plague of rats, for right. certain. OK, but not the, uh, like, Black Death-type plague. I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think bleak, so. It? it was really bleak. So I, I couldn't really remember what happened to him in the end. She said, so what happened to him if he didn't die of plague? What happened to him? And I tried to think back to, you know, the Pied Piper of Hamlin is one of those classic fairy tales you're told as a kid. Yeah. And I can't remember what happened to him. I feel really bad for the bloke. If he's done a great job there, he's turned up and got rid of, of a whole... Village was it a town? Hamlin? Where is Hamlin? Of rats. <laughs> okay, a couple of things. So, so, so first off, I think Hamlin. I think it's Austrian. Is it? I think. Is it a real place? I believe so. Isn't it? It's only when you start digging about the Pied Piper story, it unravels, <laughs> <laughs> falls apart in your hands. So, the town of Hamlin. Yeah. Infested with rats. Rat nightmare. Rat problem. Got in this Pied Piper with his loot. Is it a lute? I think it's a lute. Isn't it a flute? It's whatever it is, he plays sideways. <laughs> I think a lute <laughs> I think a lute's got strings. Is it? Yeah. Oh let's go with flute then. Let's go with flute. <laughs> okay, so he's playing his flute. Don't keep doing the motion, you look like Gazza. <laughs> okay. But I believe that what happens is the rats follow the sound of the flute. Right. But unfortunately the trade off, didn't the the kids of the town also 
follow him out of town. No, I, yeah, I remember that, and I just took that at face value, like, oh, right. And then you think back, you think, what, what the hell, what is this? Decidedly creepy. It is decidedly creepy. Do you know what and I mean? then I can't remember what happens next. Erin's no, right. Yeah, he, they go into a mountain, and someone happens. Do so they? Apparently, they go into a mountain. <laughs> apparently, they right. go into a mountain. We've got, we've, we've uncovered so many questions in just this one minute of radio. Where's Hamlin? It must be in a, a, a like a, a mountainous region. Then maybe that's the mountain where everyone is. Those kids be grown up by now. We need answers. We do need answers. <laughs> Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Bob says the Pied Piper didn't get paid and came back again and piped, taking the kids away. It's like, well, is that right? That sounds a bit weird. I don't know. It, it sounds very weird. Uh, there are some people who are uh, pointing out to us uh, that um, the clue is in the title. He did play the pipe, so it wasn't, it wasn't the lute. Is a pipe an instrument, though? I've, I know there's a flute, I know there's a clarinet, I know that there's a saxophone, oboe, pipe. Well, yeah, well, you, it's like a recorder, isn't it? You've got the bagpipes in Scotland, which is called bagpipes because they've got a bag attached to the pipe. Right, OK. Yeah. So he's, he was just playing a recorder. Yeah, oh, my much. God, they must have hated him. But here's the greatest piece of information. It comes from Natalie, and you used to live in Hamlin. Yeah, well, it's pronounced Hamel. <laughs> You're joking me. <laughs> Excuse our producer for scoffing in the background there when you chastised and, us. Um, and I lived there for four years as a child and by the fountain in the town, they've got a clock that comes out and it tells the story of the Pied Piper. And then, um, Is it a real story then? Yeah, and when we were children, every year they used to hold like a parade and we'd all dress up and follow the Pied Piper through the town. Right. And so we've been saying it wrong all these years, all these years it's, of fairy tale. Yeah, it's, it's pronounced Hamel. Yeah, not Hamlin. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what wow. an educational show it's been today. It really is. And what happened to him in the end? Do you got any idea what happened to him in the end? He he just took the kids off to the mountain and... See, that, that's it. problematic, isn't it? Yeah, basically because he wanted to... Um, because they didn't pay him for getting rid of the rats. So he wanted to teach them a lesson, so he took all the children. What, are they in, like, a mountain yeah, camp? Is it like the Torobora network up there? What's going on in the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what's going on in the mountain. Because <laughs> the uh, kids yeah, would be, like, 50-odd by now, wouldn't they? They'd have grown up. Oh, God, more than that. Because have you seen the... We have to dress up in long dresses and things, so it's quite an old story. But we haven't... No, there's hardly any mountains around Hamel, actually. That's a good wow. point. There's hills, but not mountains. Well, Very problematic. You've answered questions. Uh, I think there's still a few answers that we need, but they might not possibly be out there. No, who knows? <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Can I ask you a question? When was the last time you cried in front of your TV? And, and, and let me let me caveat that a little bit. Obviously, there are serious things that go on in the world that sometimes will provoke a, uh, an emotion. I'm not necessarily talking about that. I'm talking about maybe if it's a it's a film or entertainment it's a TV show, thing. an entertainment thing that has suddenly out of nowhere reduce you to a, a gibbering wreck. So I can't submit my nine-month-old daughter standing up and smacking our brand-new telly with her grubby little hands. That's not, <laughs> that's not crying in front of the telly. Not meant to be entertainment, but it definitely would make me cry as well. There is there is something. There is something fairly recently that I did have a little cheeky sob at. Tiny little what thing. was it? It was Interstellar, the movie with Matthew McConaughey. 
I think I've tried to pedal that film you, to you before, haven't you, I? You, it's almost as if you're part of the production team on it. This is now the second time you've yeah. tried to make me watch this film. And I'm not overly familiar with it, but other than, other than a, a sci-fi film making you cry? It was, it was really weird. It was the father-daughter thing, uh, and uh, this was a while ago now, so my, my eldest daughter was, was little, little. Uh, and I don't know, sometimes you just caught on, you get caught by surprise. You, you know do? I mean? Oh, yeah, always. It's always by surprise. And this is what happened to me at the weekend. I was not expecting to cry at Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. What's that film called? What's it called? A Star is Born. Oh, wow. Now, but no, now what listen. a weekend you had, Richie. <laughs> Bearing in mind, earlier on, we had the foot masks going on. <laughs> so, is this before or after the foot masks? <laughs> no, the foot masks were last night. Right, OK. Star is Born was Saturday. But before you wade in on me on this, I will launch a staunch defence. Just just to explain, what, what's the film about then? Because I, I don't know what the film's about. Just so, so we can understand why you cried. Bradley Cooper, singer... Lady Gaga, uh, waitress in bar, but gifted singer. Okay. Bradley discovers her. Lady right. Gaga then almost kind of like overtakes his career. Oh, gets more famous than him. But Bradley has his demons. Oh, does he? Bradley doesn't, you know, cope with them great. Okay. And it doesn't end well. On the, what doesn't end well for who? Though? Well, no, I, I don't want to yeah, give away. <laughs> well, having said that, it's been out long enough. It's been out a while. Spoilers. <laughs> and I think actually it's something like it's fourth incarnation of the film as well. So, so you were sat there. Was was your other half Natalie? Did did she cry and then you went as well, or did you both realise you were crying at the same time? Or? She'd seen it in the cinema, so I think she was, you know, she was ready for it. I wasn't. In my defence, right. <laughs> Do you remember I told you that the Sky Bloke came around last uh, last week and the old Sky Q got installed? Yeah. It was the first thing I'd watched in ultra-high definition. Get out of and town. And I think that is what made me cry, because it's just that little bit more powerful. You're seeing it so so crystal and all so that let me just thing. Let me just get this 100% right so that we've got it on paper this evening. Your defence at crying at A Star Is Born is that it was the first thing you've seen in UHD. I think UHD is too powerful for me. I think I need to go back to just standard HD. Unbelievable. Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Can I just add in some other one? Uh, Interstellar, obviously the film that kind of got me. It was absolutely in floods of tears uh, when I watched it. The, the other film, the only other film that I've really cried at is also a sci-fi and also is a bit weird. It's Armageddon. Okay, I could see that. The ending of Armageddon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, it's not the best film in the world, but I don't know what it is about um, these kind of strange, slightly weird, popcorn-y sci-fis that just get me going. Armageddon. And Aerosmith. And, and Aerosmith as well. It's, I mean, it's always going to. Whenever I hear, don't want to miss a thing here on Absolute Radio, it gets me going again. <laughs> I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch especially next time we play it. <laughs> I'm going now, I'm going now. Uh, Carney says, after watching Bohemian Rhapsody again and again, that always gets me. However... Ooh. Yesterday, it was after Novak beat Roger at Wimbledon. <laughs> wonder what the, what the emotions are there. Is it like, is he happy for Novak? Is he sad for Roger? I think the crowd were predominantly Roger yesterday, so he could be a Roger fan. I'm not entirely certain. The weird thing is, I hate Federer. <laughs> However, I found out he's 37, and I feel like he's, you know, keeping this, the dream alive for us fellas who are at 40 or just gone over it. Do you is know what I mean? ever. Uh, we started the so show talking about the power of sports, so Wimbledon yesterday, Jonathan saying the cricket. Uh, Emma saying, last night there was 
an episode of Pokemon where Ash decides to leave Pikachu with his own kind. My five-year-old wow. just burst into tears. We both sat and cried until Pikachu oh. went back to Ash. I got my little girl uh, the uh, Pokemon video game on Nintendo Switch, and I have to say, I've been playing it a bit on the train. Pikachu is so cute. <laughs> Genuinely, I, I thought I was immune to all that. Look at me, my, my heart is like a, a brick on a rope. He's so cute. I totally understand where they're coming from there. And this one here, I'm not saying be ashamed of yourself, but, you know, I don't want to judge. Max says, uh, the last time I cried was when Amy made her leaving speech to Curtis on Love Island. Could have been me another summer, that one. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Lady Gaga is fantastic in it. If you love her so much, why didn't you marry her? <laughs> uh, it's perfect. It's perfect for a quiet night. And if that's what you're planning for your Monday night, give that a go. Find out more on how to win at absoluteradio.co.uk. Interesting thing is, you, obviously, you don't want to ruin the film for other people. So you've not told me the bit that got you crying because you were crying at it last night or whatever. Um, Karate Kevin in Cumbria says, I'm with you, Richie. Was it when he closed the garage door? Let's say no more, but Karate Kevin, was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. How can someone closing a garage door be emotional? Was it a... No. Did he have an electric door? No, no, just... <laughs> or like the one stop. that my granddad had in Western Superman, where you've got to turn like this big handle and he goes, squeaks down three or four times. I want you to watch it, all right? You don't even have to tell me you've watched it, but just promise me you'll watch it. Asking you tonight, uh, what was the last thing you cried out when watching telly? Ricky Smith says, when Pudsey won Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> it's a dog it's a dog that does tricks yeah and we've got Nick on the line Nick uh, what bit of a movie got you going yeah that very end of Planes, Trains and Automobiles uh, John Candy Dale Griffiths outside uh, outside the house holding the cat um, yeah it gets me every time and what, and what is it in particular is it is it uh, just how uh, vulnerable John Candy's character seems in it is that what it is that what gets you there Nick yeah I think it is and you know I think he, he died a couple of years after that and he, he was always a favourite of mine as a kid and oh. um, yeah it was just just a bit of a sad one really isn't it so yeah it always, always gets me at Christmas it's, time and I watch that don't you think it's bad though I always feel bad like if you cry in front of the telly you feel ashamed do you know what I mean you try and wipe your, your tears from your eyes rather than having a good old cry getting out I'd have to disagree yeah, there if I'm doing yeah, it in my own house I don't, I, if you're I, crying at home, yeah, you cry how you like. Yeah, where, 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 can, where, where can't you? If you can't cry on your own sofa, yeah. I, I'm actually feeling a little bit sad from Nick reminding us that John Candy is no longer with us. He was a legend. Yeah. I know. Sorry, sorry about that, lads. That's, that's yeah, you right. big downer. You big downer, Nick. <laughs> Take your buzzkill somewhere else, man. Going on about people who aren't with us anymore. We're going to call you. Yeah, o- like- We're going to call you Obit Nick from now on. <laughs> I'll go and take my uh, sadness home, mate. Don't worry. Okay, brilliant, fantastic. We'll have a great night. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. And our Facebook page is still there. If you want to get it off your chest tonight and admit uh, a movie or a TV thing that you've cried in front of your telly about, I think it's quite cathartic for people to talk about it. I just mentioned earlier on that the two sci-fi films that got me going at Interstellar, weirdly enough, Armageddon, particularly the Aerosmith song, just every single time. Uh, and thank you to Tim, our deputy head of music here at Absolute Radio, who has uh, taken this opportunity to change our music sequence into the final bit of the show. And apparently now I'm looking at it, Aerosmith, I don't want to miss a thing, is going to end this show. So if you like me and you get a bit wobbly lower lip with it, get the tissues ready. I am going to get my glasses out, my bag, I'm going to put them on, I'm going to be staring intently at your face. Eye contact. As they strike up those first few words. Uh, Can't wait. Uh, also, before seven, a very exciting update for you oh yeah. on the Wear Coyote. Absolute Radio. 
They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Rewind your life one week and you would have been sat there thinking, wow, a coyote in Richie's back garden. A coyote, yes. <laughs> Uh, what happened was the lawn that I have been looking after so carefully after it got uh, freshly laid uh, all those months ago, suddenly, last weekend, I woke up Sunday morning, there is a scorch mark, some animal with its um, very sneaky bit of urine in the middle of my lawn. It's acidic urine. Uh, Google seems to tell us it was a coyote. Yes, coyote. Um, as did uh, the likes of uh, Steve Backshall. Yeah, we actually got Steve Backshall on the show. He's very uh, invested in it as well. He said to keep him posted. Well, he did say to keep him posted, and he also suggested that we buy some kind of animal safari monitoring kit. Mm-hmm. Look at this. It's I, arrived. I give you the Victor HC200 hunting camera. Now, this is like a little tiny bit of camouflage camera equipment. Uh, yeah. What it does, it takes a still photo every time the little infrared beam is triggered. So, I guess if you leave that in your back garden overnight, if someone walks past it, it's going to photograph it with its night vision. Well, I mean, I don't know why you said something. I mean, when the coyote goes by, yeah. little... Takes a photo of the coyote. the noise it makes and it'll take a picture. It'll be quite eerie as well, I imagine, because it'll be pitch black and you might get that kind of weird, like, red eye, glowing eyes thing. That weird glowing eyes thing you get with cats and wolves and stuff. You've seen that? Yes. Glowing eyes in the yeah, night? Yeah, yeah, Oh, it's creepy, that is. I think what I might do, just for scale purposes, right. is stick my Arsenal gnome. Do you remember... wonder where you're going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Was a little bit concerned. Don't want to see those photos at night. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll stick it in the middle of the garden and then we'll get an idea of the size of the thing. Oh, yeah, so because if, if we take a photo of it, we're not going to know whether it's big or not, are we? Exactly, no. That's a very good idea. I know what this lot are like. They'll be like, oh, that's not a coyote, that's like a cat and all that kind of thing. So. Uh, are we going to lure it out with anything... What, the, what night are we doing this, by the way? We've got a lot on at the moment. When, when are you going to actually... We haven't set it up yet, so maybe... Or not tonight. Maybe Tuesday night. Tuesday, Tuesday night, Wednesday. I don't know. We need to test it. We need to do some tests. Because this, this bit of kit, with the best will in the world, is way beyond our ability True. to control. You know, this is Steve Backshall territory, isn't it? Yeah. But Steve ain't here. And as far as luring the coyote out, you got a number for the Pie Piper. <laughs> Good old Pie Piper. He's available for a bit of work. Right, I'm going to watch you now. Oh, here we go. I'm watching your eyes. We've been talking tonight about movies or TV that makes you cry or whatever, and uh, I did admit earlier on that I got a bit weepy during Armageddon. I could stay. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. I like that. I like that whole thing at the beginning about just tossing a coin to decide your fate. Let's do it again. I don't know what about. Um, all right. Uh, no, I do. I do. I've got, I've got a decision to make. OK, go on. Uh, tonight, I'm having uh, spinach ricotta uh, tortellini. OK. OK. Heads, I cook it in pesto. OK. Tails, I cook it in olive oil and douse it with parmesan. Okay, that would that means a lot to me either way. So yeah, let's go. Oh, let's drop time. <laughs> His heads was which was pesto, I think. I'll go on for you. All right, my mum and dad have given me a uh, steak bake pasty mm -hmm. that uh, is contraband in our house because we mainly live vegetarian. My other half of Katie's vegetarian. Always quite disappointed in how I eat sometimes as well. So she doesn't know I've got the pasty on me. Uh, heads, I eat the pasty on the train home. Uh, I feel a bit naughty about it, but don't mention it to Katie. Tails, I bin the pasty now, do, do the right thing or just give it to somebody else. Okay, in terms of... Because, uh, you know, if I've eaten this pasty, she'll be annoyed with me for eating, eating food badly. 
Tails. Oh, bin the pasty. Christ. I'll, I'll do it. Best of two. Best of two. Let's see. Heads. Is that 50 50? This is oh, going to decide. I'll do one more. I'll do one more. The pasty hangs in the balance, so to speak. <laughs> Yes, I shall have pasty on the train this evening. It's Bill Bailey. It's the podcast.